Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Matt can't come to the phone right now. He's been in his astral plane for quite some time after seeing Doctor Strange. We're not sure if he'll ever come back, but But we hope so. At least he's opened his eye. Episode 107. Welcome to (laughs) featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's trying to just have my eyes like wide open and catatonic the whole time. I don't know if it played. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were going for the non-blinking thing. Yeah, but I blinked once and I was like, no, I've ruined the whole joke now. Everyone's going to see me blink. All right. Is Matt alive in there? <laughs> Matt's somewhere rattling around in here. Uh, all right, guys, we are the Marvel Movie News. This is episode 107 coming to you live from the Sanctum Sanctorum, which has been sucked into the dark dimension by way of Kamarta. <laughs> I just threw them all in there because, there is, there is. yeah. Yay! It's finally the day. It's finally the, the day so, I've looked forward to since I was 10 <laughs> talking to all the fans about Doctor Strange. So we're not I'm at Comitage. We're not in Dark Dimension. We're in what? The we're, sanctum- we're in the Sanctum Sanctorum, but it's That's, been sucked into the Dark Dimension, but the Dark Dimension the, uh, sucked the Sanctum Sanctorum Karma. in by way of Comartage. Uh, there so. we go. Of course. Of, of course. course. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen's probably somewhere in there. I don't know. Uh, Christmas. <laughs> new, new one. I like it. It's exactly. a new one. Well done, Doom. Uh, so on Marvel Movie News, in case you've never seen us, or watch this or whatever else. If you're new to the show, we tell you all the news from all the studios and why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com popcorn, forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us through the, their website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. Also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. And guys, if you'll tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about the live chat, Doom in the booth, we'll retweet you. Doom is ready to talk about Doctor Strange. Is Doom? That is say, Doom. There's there's some really exciting Doom. other stuff, but not that Doctor Strange. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Corbin? I was gonna say that was your best uh, power through. That was like I, I yeah. felt the, the the power of you know the the hoary host of Hoggeth yeah. powering you through. Oh man, yeah. Uh, by the, by the Vishanti, I got through that. Yeah. Uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. We're also joined by Koy Jandro at C O Y J A N D R E A U, and we are joined by Marquia McCarty. I'm just, I can't. I just can't. I'm trying so hard. Do it. At M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. K-E-I-A. K-E-I-A. Yeah. I like that. K-E-I-A. <laughs> uh, we also have the voice of Doom uh, in the booth, as you've already heard. Uh, and we've got Colt Badeau tweeting from the Star Jammer. Colt, I actually have a message I need to give you. You keep, you have, uh, so Colt, like three months ago, sent me a gift, but he didn't have my address, so he sent it to Hector. Uh, Navarro mm-hmm. and Hector gave it to Adam because Adam is always at Screen Junkies. Yeah, okay. but that was in a time when I had just stopped going in there all the time because yeah. the Kevin Smith thing like changed the different studio and everything else. Okay. So I went in yesterday to record my Screen Junkies show. For, like they did a Doctor Strange oh, Screen yeah, Junkies yeah. news mm-hmm. where we talked about um, all the Easter eggs in it. Awesome! And it was great. It was a super fun time. You can go watch it there uh, on Screen Junkies news. Uh, but I was like, oh man, I finally get to get this gift from Colt Badeau that he sent me like two, three months ago. I'm going to go get it. And I was like, Adam, I'm coming in. I'm going to get that gift from you. And he's like, awesome. Adam totally forgot to bring it in. So Colt, Colt, here's the deal. Uh, Hector and Adam will be at my wedding this Saturday. (laughs) 
<laughs> so they will more than likely bring your gift to me, and it will become an, an, an like an accidental wedding present from you. So there we go. So that there works. you go. There you go, Colt. Thank you for everything. Uh, I'll I have s- a wedding gift for you that is large and currently in another state that I'm very excited for you. You heard it here first, folks. It's quite the wedding gift, yeah. and uh, you'll see next week. Cool. Well, I won't see next week. Well, you'll I'll be see, in Japan. You'll see when you come back. You'll, yeah, you'll, it's oh, okay. Yeah. It's 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 real. Well, wait, am a I am I gift? Am I going to get it before the wedding? I don't think I can bring it because of its size. I'm just teasing it as much as possible. I'm even wow. going to tell Marquia so you have someone else that knows it, and then you can just like squirm and wait because it's awesome. Okay. Okay. So I, just, well, I can't wait. I'm just. I can't wait. Wow. Just... So, this thing, you'll have um, wedding gifts from us for when you come back. Oh boy, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Everyone should get married all the time, so you get wonderful <laughs> gifts. That's, that's why divorce rates are so high. It's the gifts. <laughs> it's, the gifts. it's the gifts. By the way, uh, uh, we, we need to get going, but I want to throw out two, two quick things. Uh, I did a, a podcast with Joseph Scrimshaw. He's been on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Our show a couple times. He used to do the Jedi show here. Uh, he has a podcast called Obsessed. Uh, you can find it on iTunes. Just typed in uh, Obsessed. Uh, I did it on Doctor Strange. I talk about Doctor Strange for about an hour, 15 minutes. <laughs> My love of Doctor Strange, why I love it, what I think about him, everything else. So do, go do that. Uh, also, this week is crazy for me because it's Doctor Strange followed by an intense day of voting, followed by my wedding, followed by Japan. So November is, this is a crazy month for me. So everyone please forgive me if I'm going a little crazy. But let's get into it uh, because we have a little bit of news to get through. And all I want to do is talk about Doctor Strange. So please forgive me if I don't care about any of the other news. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, We we have a possible leaked look at the costume for the Vulture. That hit Reddit today. Uh, uh, and it was released by our, our good friends at the MCU Exchange. They have a wonderful website. Uh, we get a lot of our news from there. Uh, so it looks like this is a, a picture taken on a computer, and it looks like it was maybe a model made for like the costumers, like a practical model of oh, yeah. here's oh, how the yeah. costume should fit together. Uh, sweet shoes. Um, so, dude, right? Those right? talons, yeah. Um, so it, I love the jacket, how it looks like a, like a winter... F- they made the... the- I mean, the green silliness into, like, this winter fur. Yeah. No, and and here's the deal. Like, here's why I believe that this is probably real. Uh, Doom, can you go to the concept art that they previously released earlier this year, like, towards the end of the summer? We can't really see it here because of the lights, but if you take a really solid look at the vulture in this concept art, you can see he looks like he might be wearing a bit of a bomber jacket and some green pants and the the talons, uh, talon feet. So it looks, and the the wings are definitely like the tell, yeah. You know, because they no, have that great. sort of like drone oh, yeah. sort of fan in it. Um, so it's it's looking as if uh, this model is is pretty dead on, a pretty a pretty solid leak. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I really uh, like this suit idea. I like the practicality. I like how it, you know, it's yeah. it's, it's a expansion of disbelief. Like it's just <laughs> beyond disbelief. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm in it. Yeah, and I, and what I like about it also is that it's like yeah, it's probably he's flying through New York at high chilly. altitude. It's gonna be gonna be cold he's gonna need a jacket he's gonna need the helmet to keep himself safe and he's gonna need those talons like not only for like grappling people Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but also like 
landing on uneven spaces, like landing on like flagpoles and, yeah. and building ledges and whatever else. So like, yeah. oh, I can't wait for this movie. Yeah. Like every, I mean the, the shocker, obviously I had a whole episode about it freaking out, but mm-hmm. like the, this suit too, like everything's just my childhood come to life. And I, yeah, oh, God, no. Better. Yeah. And I, and I, I just had that with Dr. Strange. Like, yeah. Oh like, dude. That was my head. All right. Yeah. I'm, look, fun, I'm looking uh, forward to that with a uh, black Panther. Oh yeah. Yeah. We all you, get our, yeah, like, we all, the next I year. Know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what were you going to say? Dumbo? Spider-Man news came out. Uh, Giacchino confirmed that he's going to be composing oh, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. And I loved his Doctor Strange score oh, man. so he's, much. He's killing it with, with Marvel right now. And what's funny is that, like, at the, the Marvel uh, panel at, at Comic-Con, he, uh, they, they talked about Giacchino Mm-hmm. Like the whole time, like mm-hmm. Kevin, like Kevin Feige was like, and by the way, uh, we've got Michael G- Giacchino who just he just did a score that you heard, like just now, like, <laughs> and he's like, uh, Michael, do you want to stand up? It felt like they were saying, hey, um, this guy's our guy. Yeah. yeah, this is our guy. Like, I mean, he nice. did a great job. That was one of the most, uh, arguably the most iconic score we've had yeah. for a superhero at Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, you felt it. You it felt, brought it yeah. home for you. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I'm in the live chat on my phone. I'm not just like being weird. Yeah, the the Wi-Fi is all weird, so I'm also on it. On my phone. <laughs> yeah. So so no one uh, no one assumed that we're not listening to each other or uh, not paying attention. We're actually uh, like yeah. we've said before, we're multitasking. Uh, and speaking of which, real quick uh, for mm-hmm. the like social media section, do you yep. want to like truncate and put that above the Doctor Strange so we can just power through it so that. And you just talk Doctor sure. Strange? Sure, okay. we'll do that. Uh, Logan, real quick, uh, we have a new image. Uh, the Weapon X Instagram is just just kicking, alive and kicking, <laughs> and it's wonderful and we love it. Uh, we have a new image where it appears uh, Wolverine has uh, slayed some fools. Uh, man, did I forget to some send fools. that in? <laughs> I may have forgot to send that in, Doom. I see you like rushing through there. Uh, we'll we'll show in a second. Is this where he's um, outside of a cabin? Yes, yeah. he's outside of like what looks like uh like Oh yeah, that image is the so cabin great. and he's got his his paw, his paws clopped. He's got his his his, his claws popped. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there appears claws yeah, claws popped. Uh <laughs> paws clopped. Uh and it looks like there's a body at his feet. Mm-hmm. Uh and and it's just it's just a great it's a great image. It's a fun image. It looks but, like a comic cover. It looks yeah. like the, the early 2000s Wolverine run. Yeah. And it, the noir aspect of it is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah it looks like mid-stealthy rescue operation. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so it's it's that or it's they're hiding out and that's defense. Now, and here's here's what I, I here's how I'm putting this together. You know, the scene uh, where it like it, like it looks like uh, Wolverine and Laura Kinney are trying to crawl towards Lo- uh, Professor X and yeah. all and the weird stuff is going on around. It seems like it's a psychic something. blast. Yeah. So it seems like Professor X is like, here's here's my interpretation of what's going on. They're hiding out. They're being attacked by the Reavers. Is it the Reavers? I, I always get like, there's like seven of these like, yeah, weird well, teams. Thanks, I, thanks, I know it's Donald yeah. Pierce. And thanks to all the fandoms, I think Reapers, Ravagers. Yeah, there's Reapers, there's Ravagers, there's yeah. Reapers, there's Marauders. I'm getting them all mixed <laughs> up right now. Uh, but uh, they're being attacked by the cyborg army led by Donald Pierce. Uh, and uh, he rushes out to attack them. And then Professor X is the last minute like nuclear bomb. And, and I think that's this scene. Oh, I think man. like they're hiding out, they're being attacked. Logan goes out to kill as many of these fools as he can, and they still get through. And Professor X is like, "Don't worry, Logan, I've got this." And he's like, "No!" And he's like, "Psychic blast!" Yeah, but then maybe my it takes him out. Also. But it takes him out, and then the scene I, after with him with the shovel—that's him burying, burying him in the him. woods outside of this place. So. I think that's a really good theory. That's what I'm putting together in my noggin. <laughs> I just I want it to be here now because I had that and Guardians in front of my Doctor Strange and I saw Doctor Strange twice and both times the Logan trailer made me almost cry. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. It's such a powerful trailer in theaters and it's so much of just like, oh, I want it. 
I want it. I want dude. it so bad. Yeah, it's March. It. Like, it's not that far. So like, I'm far. so glad they waited to do this push until, like, right before, because I yeah. feel like I can almost patient wait. Yeah. But it, yeah. I, I need it. I really enjoyed the Wonder Woman trailer. I can talk uh, about that. The Wonder Woman <laughs> oh, yeah, trailer no, looks yeah. great. It's it looks so good. It looks so good. I, I will say, the only, the only, I, I know we don't have, we can't talk about it. We shouldn't, because yeah. I want to talk about Doctor Strange. So, it's the just only a thing, sentence. The only thing that I uh, disliked about it was the, the weird song change at the end of the trailer. I felt like it was like, Here's music, here's music, she's doing her thing. Pause. No, I like her theme music. I just felt like it was a strange like one second pause. It was like why why is there I don't want silence in my Wonder Woman trailer. The action looks like something we've never seen before. The sliding style of her fighting is like so cool. It's like a video game style. I like the choreography of her fighting. Doctor Strange Day. Doctor Strange Day. Yeah. Uh so uh we've got some unfortunate news for Deadpool. Um, uh, Junkie XL has has uh, uh, left uh, mm. doing the score, uh, and he had a very heartfelt uh, message that he wrote. Oh, I know, buddy. I know. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. I'll let Matt read while I mourn. <laughs> uh, so he wrote on his Twitter, "Dear friends, it is with a heavy heart that I have decided not to score the upcoming Deadpool movie. I love this character, and creating his and his in the movie's original score was a monumental chapter in my life." personally and professionally. Since it was revealed that Deadpool's brilliant creative director, Tim Miller, will not be involved in the project anymore, I have undertaken some soul-searching. Tim was the driving force behind Deadpool and me getting involved in this amazing project. Deadpool without Tim at the helm just does not sit right with me, and that is why I have decided not to be involved in the second chapter. It was a difficult decision, as I love the project so much and I know how eagerly the next installment will be anticipated. It's hard to walk away from something so unique, but it also has to feel right. I hope everyone understands. Onward and upward. Love, Tom. So, uh, it is it is it is sad, but you know what? I don't fault him. I absolutely do not fault him as much as as much as I I wish that he was involved and as much as I wish Tim Miller hadn't left. I also completely understand like, hey, Tim Miller was my guy. He brought me into the project. Mm -hmm. I liked his particular direction. I don't know if I agree with the direction it's going. That doesn't mean that the direction is going as a bad direction either. Right. We we should make sure that we know like No, it's just this like, is not a pejorative thing. He, this is he, like Yeah, he has the presence of mind to be like, uh, the way that the project is now, I might not be the best guy for this yeah, now. Exactly. So it's like I'm gonna take it on me to you know, this isn't a paycheck for yeah. me. This is a calling. Therefore, yeah. that many people, creatives jumping ship is just concerning. Just because, like, we, what we've experienced with uh, Gambit, like at this point where everybody's like, ah, I, I'm just worried that Fox is is. Uh, I want Fox to have the authority and the clout that Marvel does Mm -hmm. so we can keep Mm -hmm. having these amazing movies. And if people keep jumping ship, it's not going to help their brand. Yeah. Uh, And Deadpool's brilliant. I love it. I'm curious how they make Deadpool next. And I I have no problem with them having a new director on purpose because Mm -hmm. I would love to have a different flavor all the time and, like, mix it up. Like, when Mm -hmm. I read Deadpool comics, I don't want just one writer. I don't Mm -hmm. don't want just one artist. So I'm okay with that. But the fact that two very iconic pieces of the first film have left on Mm -hmm. seemingly bad terms Mm -hmm. worries me. No, I, I completely agree. And, and again, I want to reiterate, like, them leaving is not necessarily a bad thing. It could be okay, but it does it does not seem good. Right. It certainly does not seem good. Yeah. Um, and here's the, here's the other thing, is that the first Deadpool flew completely under the radar of the studio. Like, right. The studio was involved. They have to be. Like, they're spending a lot of money from the studio. But the fact that they had, what, like a $60 million budget or something like that, like, that's mm-hmm. crazy to me. That they were able to pull that off with that little right. money. Yeah. And that to me also says, like, you know what? 
we, Fox Studios, trust you guys to do a good job, but we're not giving you that much. We're just going to kind of let you loose to to go do your thing and prove that you know what you're doing. But now that it's a billion-dollar movie, now Fox is, like, heavily invested. And now that's what has me the most nervous is that Fox... Is heavily invested it's in the sequel. It's on their radar a yeah. lot because it's yeah. their big baby, and they're going to screw it up. It's they're the absolutely going to screw it up, and that's my fear. It's just they—they they need to not have a heavy hand. I know yep. it's so difficult not to, but yep. too many cooks in the kitchen, and yep. oh god, I'm just wondering if they bring. I'm afraid of them bringing in a director that they have control over. I'm afraid of them not having a Tim Miller type who had that finger in, like you're talking about. They right. bring in like a Fox Studio director that wants a certain vision that Fox wants instead of letting like Ryan Reynolds and his writers yeah. like run free, yeah. and then like Junkie XL score was so much fun like I, I just mm-hmm. don't want it to feel like a studio film because like we we're saying yeah. the first one doesn't yeah totally yeah. agree all right let's move on to the defenders because we don't have a lot of time today uh the defenders has been a few things happen uh rachel taylor scott glenn rosario dawson uh jessica henwick have all been added to the cast in oh, some capacity this is gonna be good it's, it's gonna cra- be so it is so good. crazy what they're doing <laughs> uh so rachel taylor if you uh, don't remember is a uh, uh trish walker who may or may not go on to become hellcat at some point and yeah. either the jessica jones sequel maybe defenders yeah wasn't she in the comics uh betsy walker? she was Bet- patsy walker patsy, patsy walker yeah patsy. um and she's actually a really cool character because they had a lot of romance novels uh comics in the 50s and then roy thomas br- uh, roy thomas was a writer and an editor who loved to dig back into Marvel's past because he didn't like inventing new IPs that he didn't own. <laughs> so, like, his very Perfect. specific thing was, you know what, I'm not going to invent a new IP. I'm going to dig back into the past, mm-hmm. like, with the Vision. That's what he did with the Vision. He's like, nice. I'm like, going to get, like, here? the android body of Jim Hammond. There was also another character named the Vision. I'm going to combine yeah. the two, create a new thing out of it, but Marvel already owns the IPs. I'm not giving you any of my stuff. Like, I'm just recreating your stuff. And Trish Walker, Patsy Walker was one of those uh, inventions, I think. I think, if and I remember correctly. she had a great cameo in Luke Cage. Yeah, she did. Uh, so Scott Glenn uh, plays Stick. That's the guy who raised uh, uh, Daredevil, Matt Murdock, taught him all of his stuff, but also raised Electra. It's that dude yeah. there. He's also in it. Rodo- Rosario Dawson is added to the cast. Uh, I, it, no surprise there. We're all expecting Claire of Temple course. to be in it. She's, uh, she's Nick Fury. She's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, she's yeah, everywhere. she absolutely is. Uh, and then we've also got, and this is not really a surprise, but still really cool. Uh, Jessica Henwick is Colleen Wing. What makes it cool is we haven't met her yet. You yeah, know? that's so, exciting. But knowing that's that, like, exciting. Colleen Wing, we're going to get her in Iron Fist and then immediately mm-hmm. followed by her in Defenders, that's pretty cool. And we already <laughs> we know that they're already filming because we had that really great shot last week of yes. Misty Knight with a gun on Jessica Jones, which is <laughs> Oh, cool! So so cool. And and then also, you know, we're we're gonna have Daughters of the Dragon on screen. Oh so my god! So awesome. <laughs> uh, so and I I would love to be able to talk more Defenders, yeah. but we really do have to move on. If you guys want to talk about it more next week, about like what you think, mm-hmm. like um, we could expect from like Scott Glenn and Rosario. Dot like, what does it mean that Stick is in this? Like we right. already know, yeah. like the Defenders are more than likely fighting the hand. So what does that actually mean? But here's the big news that broke, and I think it just broke yesterday. Uh, Elodie Young, uh, or Young, uh, has joined the Defenders as a series regular. This is the yeah. first time that's been defined. All the other characters are in it. This is the first time it's been, oh, she's a series regular. Series regular is a big deal. Anyone who, who doesn't understand that, what that language means, uh, that means she's in every episode. She's guaranteed yeah. to be in every episode. Now, uh, we, we can't guarantee she will be alive or won't be, well, alive. She will be featured be in every episode in some capacity. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the last time we saw her, spoilers if you haven't seen Daredevil 2, shut your ears. 
uh, is uh, that she dies at the end of that. And then the hand kidnaps her and puts her in that weird urn thing and they take her off. So we know she's going to be resurrected in some way. She'll probably be yeah. a big bad, if not She'll big probably bad. be a She'll, big bad. Yeah, maybe first half big right. bag. And then Sigourney Weaver comes in and like, mm-hmm. guess who was playing with the puppet strings? Yeah, <laughs> God, Sigourney Weaver, I keep forgetting. Uh, Sigourney Weaver walks in, bing, bang. <laughs> Turns into Fing Fing. Yes. Oh my God, that would be the 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 best thing of all time. Uh, anyway, that is kind of big news. Like, yeah. yes, and, and it's either uh, Daredevil recruits the other three heroes to try and go save her to stop her. Don't know. We'll hopefully find out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, please feel free to talk about that in my absence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's a subject for you guys to talk about. You better do it. Can you tell Matt wants to talk about Doctor Strange? <laughs> uh, well, it's also we have a time limit today, so yeah. we've got to get we've got to get going on. Uh, uh, Agents of Shield with Doom. Go Doom. Go. All right. Really quick. Uh, I could, there's a bunch of stuff I could talk about. I could talk about uh, uh, how the whole team disappeared. How uh, we got uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> how uh, uh, we finally got confirmation that uh, 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 Eli Morrow is evil. Yeah, uh, that was great. Of being good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main thing that we need to talk about because whole, but like I gotta just censor myself here because yeah. I can't <laughs> stop swearing. Uh, uh, this dude Johnny Blaze just showed up. <laughs> well, do we, do we know that uh, it's Johnny Blaze well, for fa- sure? In fairness, we we Ooh. don't. It could eat, it could be Danny Catch, but it's Johnny Blaze. We've already seen his basement that had a stunt helmet in it. Like it's Johnny Blaze and, and the carnival uh, wow, and the jacket. A great picture. Yeah, that's real cool. Um, it like the leather it, jacket is so we, good. We, we oh, got shown it. the uh, Robbie Reyes's origin story, and he, he was I guess activated. So it's a, it's a new origin story that we still have to sort of figure out. As we get into it, and that's yeah. what's sort of fascinating is that we're going to get a completely new take on how this Ghost Rider is created. Yeah, nice. it's not he's not possessed by the de- the the demonic spirit of Eli Morrow because his uncle is Eli Morrow, and yeah, it's great. I uh, loved it. Yeah, but he but he is he is dead because of his uncle. Uh, yeah, still related to that. So it, it's all really well built. Um, if you want more on it, I, I uh, I'll just toss to AfterBuzz TV's After Show, which I hosted, and last week we had to discuss the or the new origin of Ghost Rider. We had Felipe Smith uh, in studio, uh, the creator of Robbie Reyes, and that photo that Matt is holding up uh, is a drawing that Felipe gave me for my birthday last week. So awesome! So, so nice! So incredible! If you're listening, it's Congrats. on my it's on my Instagram feed at that Zach Wilson. You can check it out. It's it's beautiful. very cool. Uh, yeah. but yeah, that's uh, what I have for Agents of Shield. Uh, if you want to talk Ghost Rider, just tweet me. Uh, and by the way, that was a that was a great reveal, and hopefully that means that we're going to have uh, Robbie Reyes and Johnny Blaze rolling around, trying to go uh, hunt down the Dark Hold and put that a, a stop to that. That would yeah. be oh my god, I would love that. It could be that, uh, it, that he Johnny Blaze actually gave up his spirit of vengeance. It could and he it comes could back also as be a that human like mentor to Robbie. Oh, that would also be awesome. Uh, by the way, I'd like to point out that this Agents of, like Agents of Shield doesn't come back until after Thanksgiving. I believe. Yeah, November 29th. Uh, and I'm sorry uh. about that, Doom. I know that breaks your heart. But mm. uh, I watched that, and then it like the trailer at the end was like, we'll be back on November 29th. And I looked at Brittany, and I was like, well, that's the last Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'll ever watch as an unmarried man. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of an epic Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to go out on. Yeah. Uh, uh, as a, He's as taking a, a vacation for your Bachelor, vacation. more or less. Okay, uh, so... All right, let's talk about the Marvel. Li- I yes. know, audience, yeah. you're sweet. Let's talk to the Marvelites real, real fast. Yes, I love you all, Marvelites. and I want to talk to all of you. Uh, and before you get jump, uh, jumping on that, mm-hmm. I have 
received so much Twitter love yeah. for Doctor Strange and everyone like and you were all you all behaved yourself wonderfully I and didn't yeah, give spoilers. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. That really does make a giant yeah. difference to us because we do want to engage with you, but we also don't want to have the movie ruined for us if you've mm-hmm. seen it before us and international fans, you, you will almost always see it before us. So um, thank you for uh, behaving yourselves and thank you for all the Twitter love. I saw all of it. I just I've been in marriage mode so I haven't had a chance to really tweet. Yeah. Anyway, Marquia, take getting it away. This weekend. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay, so a quick shout out to Jay Tesla, as in J-A-Y-T-E-Z-L-A. Uh, he sent a Doctor Strange reaction video oh, mentioning did all he really? of us. Oh, that's awesome. It's, I didn't see that yet. Yeah, it's on Instagram that he was influenced by us to go, that he loved it, yes. and it's just a short reaction mm-hmm. video. It's like, mm-hmm. thanks, man. That was great. That's really that's cool. fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for that. What was yeah. his name? Uh, Jay Tesla. Jay Tez. Love it. La. Jay Tesla. Jay Tesla. Uh, and then uh, quick questions. Uh, Ray McKenna at R McKenna 19. Do you think President Ellis will win re-election in an MCU? No. <laughs> no. Like, he's, he's presided think, over some pretty nasty stuff. Yeah, but. I, I think that might be on the way out. <laughs> I think that's on the way out. I think they'll yeah. probably bring in a uh, female president, too. I think it's time for the I MCU think, to have I a female president. I think they could easily rock that this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Blade at Michael B. Ryder. What are your feelings about the MCU, MTVU, and the Netflix MU? Interesting. Wait, there's an MTV? Being somewhat apart. MTVU. MTVU. What's the MTV <laughs> I, I think uh, show? He mean, I think he means like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that. I mean, is he including that in Marvel MCU? TV universe? Marvel TV. Marvel TV oh, universe. I was like, MTV? I was like, MTV yeah. has a Marvel show now? Net- what? The Netflix so Marvel confused. universe. Uh, so what's the question? Um, how do you feel about those being apart? Uh, would you be open to them all tying all three together? Do you think uh, Marvel would be open to it? I think Marvel's open to it. I just don't no. think Marvel um, knows how to stitch them together in a way yeah. that is cohesive and in yeah. a way that like Kevin Feige's big thing was that like you can't really throw Daredevil in and with Luke the Avengers. Cage <laughs> on the screen without giving them also their due introduction. Like mm-hmm. that you yeah. also have to introduce the characters and he so his big thing was like, look, like we we gave Spider Man an entire scene to introduce him and we did the same thing with Black Panther. Those guys are stitched all the way through the movie. Yeah. You can't just like Throw Talks them in, in, you know. Like, yeah. so, it, it is different audiences. I mean, people yeah. people love Marvel, and we're huge Marvel fans. But yeah, there's some people that are Agents of Shield aren't necessarily Luke Cage. They might yeah, not exactly. ever watch it. Exactly. Uh, and that's and that's, the, that's that. the that's the problem, you know. So I, I personally see like uh, the the different universes kind of like how like in the comics there's like Spidey, and then there's Amazing Spider-Man, and then there used to be Ultimate Spider-Man. I see them all as the same character. So the universes are like it's the, it's the same universe, but by way of different universes. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like until Secret War caused them all to collide, they were all <laughs> like different pockets. So if we get yeah. a Secret War and they can write it great and the scheduling works out great, but I personally see them separately, even if they reference each other, because I think it's just totally different. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. They, they all exist in the same universe. And like as an Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, I've had to defend this point on uh, m- many occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do exist in the same universe. It's, uh, Kevin Feige's talking about just the logistical problems of put it, of handcuffing a TV show and a movie together. Like the story, the TV shows are produced on a much faster, at a much faster pace than movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you can't, and it would, it would force the TV writers to like, stick to a point that's going to be done in a movie three years from now and it would hurt ultimately hurt the TV series and uh, it may just hurt the movies by throwing in a character who either has to do nothing to, to be there because they can't affect what's going to happen on the TV show two seasons from now yeah. mm-hmm. or the, it completely ruins the TV show by meaning like Daredevil has to reach this emotional point in his life in three seasons 
So it's just it's simpler to keep them a little bit separate and have little references and be able to have Agents of Shield. I think there's a Doctor Strange uh, thing like uh, with the Darkhold, uh, and we can talk about that during the actual. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, like, I, I love talking about thing that's just yeah. more for fan, fans to pick up on, but not like directly bring them in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, at most we're ever going to see is an Easter egg, and even then, like like the incident and all the Netflix shows, like they are mm-hmm. part of a thing. But I just don't think scheduling is going to allow anything. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and then that's some heavy lifting to try to make everything tie together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Adrian Shawcroft at SW. What up, Adrian? Three six. Uh, okay, I get what you're saying with the question. He's asking, uh, did Marvel use or consult Inception, the visual effects team, with Doctor Strange, or was it more inspired by than used? Um, I think it was probably more like an inspiration. It was inspiration. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, they may um, have consulted. I mean, all the visual effects guys know each yeah. other. Vulture has know. a really good article about this, Adrian. If you wanted to check that out, they posted it on November 4th. Um, and it goes on about how um, uh, Corbold, uh, they watched Inception, but there isn't a whole lot of stuff pulled from Inception. They mm-hmm. also were influenced by uh, Monument Valley. If you haven't checked that out, I recommend checking that out. And uh, it's, a, it's a game you can find at iTunes Store. Hmm. Uh, and uh, also they were inspired by, um, what was it, uh, um, low art posters and blacklight. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, you can, you can absolutely places. see some of that inspiration in the film, too. I, oh, yeah. I also yeah. Dark felt, Dimension Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I also felt like the uh, Inception did a lot of things with strong straight lines, except for that one curve shot Leo has, whereas this felt very circular. I, yeah. I felt like this was more, like, uh, Inception felt more architecture based. This felt yeah. more acid based. This felt more like uh, yeah, like this... visual drug culture verse. That felt. Well, more I mean, like it's very this is like... like you could touch the colors. Yeah, it was. Yeah. More... It was tactile. Yeah, more tangible was, versus was... structural. Yeah, it was here, right here. At yeah. You. So I felt it was a pretty strong difference, and it was. Uh, I worried about that in the first trailer that people would see it as the same, and I feel like that this film did a really good job of having similar but different uh, flavor. Yeah, I mean, they, they they took notes from Inception. They saw what worked in the same way that people did like are still doing stuff like from the matrix, like right, bullet time, right. stuff like that. Like just because you're taking like uh, sort of inspiration from or paying homage right. to doesn't mean right. that you're straight up copying. It. And I think Dr. Strange proved that like, mm-hmm. I th- like, and it's like we've said on our show when the first trailer dropped, you know, earlier this year where it was like, yeah, it looks like inception, but that's because they're not ready to blow your minds yet. Like you don't know who Dr. Strange is. And like a typical do. audience doesn't know. The character. Like, yeah. Now they know. Now they know. And now, now they're like, they oh, do. give me more. Give me more. But like. They're like, where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I've had a lot of people like, oh, my God, I love this so much. I've never read a comic. Where do I start? By the yeah. way, you start with The Oath. Brian K. Vaughn, The Oath. Oh. Easiest read. It's great. Matt Key confirms. Yeah. Start with The Oath. Yeah. Matt Key confirms. Start with The Oath. Okay. Uh, quick comments and pictures. Uh, Daniel Drew at Jedi Time Sand uh, sent a lot. Of, he's had a great, a good mail week. Uh, oh, nice. So he, this many. dude always has a good yeah. mail week. Um, yeah. I, I chose just one of the numerous ones that he sent us. You see he's got um, the story of Martha Jones in there. And I, I'm just, I, I love all the stuff that you you send, Daniel. I'm, yeah, I'm, solid work, I'm man. a little bit jealous because I'm yeah. like, oh, I wish I could just spin it all on all this. Um, oh, man, Aubrey Williams at Objob. Uh, nice uh, Twitter. Yeah, I know, right? That's great. Uh, she sent a really great shirt that uh, we should add to our great shirt collection. Uh, and it's the shirt. I've got the link in there for... No, that's not it. Uh, I've got the link in there <laughs> good for try, the... Good ins- try that, yeah. It's an Instagram thing. It's uh, it's basically Mockingbirds Ask Me About My Feminist Agenda. And you oh, can buy it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love yeah, that shirt. Yeah. That's a great shirt. So, um, yeah, that's on Instagram. Uh, I believe it was... 
Precious Moon or something like that that had the thing. Uh, ask me on Twitter and I'll be able to send you the real thing. Uh, and then also, oh, uh, uh, Adrian Shawcroft again. I'm at, uh, at SWWolf36. Uh, it says, stay safe, thoughts and wishes all the way from Don Caster, England. And it was a pic of us on his TV. And oh, then nice. the thing that I really liked about it, though, is like um, when you look beyond it on his wall, he has all these framed covers. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. I know. I know this and, guy. This guy's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that's it's like, hey, uh, if any of you Marvel nerds have like a sweet setup in your house, send yeah. us a picture. Yeah, I love that stuff, man. Please I, do. I should actually, I was telling yeah. Doom earlier, I should take a picture of, of Brittany and me. We have a, a shelf at our at our house. You've seen it. Yeah. Where it's like all the Doctor Strange and then it's all the Rocket and Groot and Thanos. Like, I, like that's a oh, cosmic area. Yeah. Cosmic shelf. Should I take a picture and post that. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Uh, Matthew Dennis at Matt Dennis 214. That's one in. Uh, hope this somehow happens in Avenger 3 or 4. It's just a fun pick that he sent where it's uh, Doctor Strange and Iron Man. And nope, that's not it. Uh, it's <laughs> Doom is so excited for that picture. It's a good picture. I know. It's a, good it's a picture. great picture, Doom. Uh, where it's like, I had to. We uh, were awesome. I can't read it. Awesome facial hair bros. We're, we're awesome facial hair bros. Wow. All of that was totally worth it. Just Yeah. I mean, that's that's also a direct reference to like when Stark is like, mm. awesome facial hair bros. And Strange is like, no. 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 <laughs> no. And then later on in the series, he does, after all, we're awesome facial hair bros and Stark is like oh, you said it <laughs> and now for the picture that Doom is so excited about and we were so excited about I'm by... not excited I'm just trying to guess what picture you're setting up <laughs> <laughs> oh okay yeah, I am uh, excited it's very I've cool. got the order in the thing um, Cole uh, Canaletti um, at Cole underscore Canaletti uh, this is a little drawing I made for my friends uh, and that's all of us uh, that from is Marvel so News. awesome it's Missy Knight Doctor Strange and Spider-Man Oh, and that's that looks so fantastic. awesome. And that's this a solid so team up, too. Yeah, yeah, I showed this to so many people this week. I love this picture, man. I know. I was flashing this to everybody. I Cole, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, dude. That's awesome. That's I'm glad a really I didn't skip picture. leg day because I have some thick thighs, and I do I do in real life. <laughs> I, I actually work my legs a lot, so thank you for noticing. Yes, thank you yeah. all. Yeah, he's, he can see me on the desk. Behind so. the desk? That's what I look like. Uh, we, we, we've got to have, like, the non-workout uh, dork. And we've got to have the workout. We've got to have, like, jock dork. So. Hey, you know, you think I lift. It's good. Uh. <laughs> Study and, and practice. And now. Grodin. And now. Now we have the girl now. who does it all. What? The girl who does it all. Oh. No, I was saying what? now we have Doctor Strange. Oh, now we have Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Should we talk about that uh, little film? No. I think we're good. I think. Yeah. Just move on. Just move on. Yeah, I think we're about at time. I think we're good. Yeah, we're I think good. we're at time. Yeah, Sorry, everybody. Guess, we're not going to have time to talk about it. Maybe we should just play with the bobble dolls. I think so. Like, yeah. yeah, do you guys just want to watch us play what with the bobble dolls? What if we did the, the Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon thing? Oh, we ran out of time forever <laughs> to Matt with, with Doctor Strange. Like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, we ran out of time. We'll just, Can't yeah, come on. We'll get you next week. Uh, all right, yeah, let's actually, let's <clears throat> let's dive in. Yeah. Um. So what'd you think? Huh? Remember? Remember Doctor Strange? <laughs> yeah. Remember? We should say all the oh, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Oh, like oh, a thousand yeah. degrees of spoilers. This do not watch this. This is such an open conversation. Until, yeah, do if not you, watch this. If you haven't seen it, just stop here. Go see Unless it. you just don't care. Again. And see it in IMAX 3D. Um, I don't honestly, say that for films. Yeah. Honestly, watch it in IMAX 3D. Yeah. Like, very sincerely, go watch it in IMAX yeah. 3D. Okay. Uh, uh, but I, bye if you haven't seen it yet. We love you. Uh, I want I want to point out on Twitter. I just now seen this tweet uh, at l e n g r underscore r. I'm watching Marvel movie news and putting all my work on hold to see at the Matt Key review reaction full on Geek Out with Doctor Strange. And so here thank, we thank, are. Thank you. Here we are to do that. Okay. Uh, 
so I, I as as you know, because I invited you guys to it, uh, I had about 15 different friends show up at the El Capitan to watch it with me just because they wanted to watch my reactions. And I had a, a friend named uh, Aaron uh, with his wife, Kelly. Aaron Pruner, he has his own like TV podcast that he does with our friend Jack Conway. His wife, Kelly, who I've met a handful of times, we're friendly and she likes me and everything. She just doesn't know that Doctor Strange is like <laughs> she doesn't know my this. thing. So halfway through the movie, I thought this was so funny. Halfway through the movie, she turns to her husband, Aaron. She's like, oh my God, does Matt Key know that he looks like Doctor Strange? <laughs> and she's just like, it's, yes. it's uncanny. That's he looks, amazing. He looks so much like Doctor Strange. Does he know that? <laughs> And Aaron was like, "Oh, sweetheart. Oh, oh baby. Oh, so you're good. you're not ready to hear yeah. about Matt Key. Yeah, yeah. So afterwards, they were like telling me about it, and I was like, "Oh, well, here's this picture of me in costume from like a couple years ago." And she's like, "Oh my God, you are Doctor Strange." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. It, he's kind of my thing. That's real cute. Oh, uh, yeah. That. So anyway, all right. Let's uh, uh, let's <laughs> let's dive in. Uh, I wanted to start with the Easter eggs because I feel like that's like kind of a fun starting point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved. Did you guys notice the Wand of Watum and yeah. Wand's hand? Yes. All right. So I was disappointed that we didn't get to see them use that, mm-hmm. but I was excited that it was in it. Yeah. I was like, "That's the Wand of Watum, and Wong is holding it." Oh, I want to <laughs> see. It looked just like it. It looked just. And it, it was, was like so crackling well with like energy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And How like, did he lose when he has that? I, that was Mike. I was like, I was like, like they're doing the whole time reversal thing, and he like he has the pipe mm-hmm. coming, and he like pops up when he's holding the wand. I was like. Wait, how did you die with that? Like, <laughs> the water that's like, like that's like instant win against almost all of these guys. Like, how did you? My big thing was the next Easter egg, a certain cameo of a character I never thought we'd see on screen. What are, what the staff talking? of the Living Tribunal. Oh, dude! The dude. staff of the Living dude. Tribunal. What? So first of all, uh, let, let me preface this to all of you Marvel fans: uh, the staff of the Living Tribunal is not a relic from Marvel. But the Living Tribunal Corp. is. Lord. But the it's living the tribunal, it, that person. is the dude with the face, and he's the got face. the face. He's the got face three faces, and then he's the back of his head is blank. He's yeah. like straight he's, out of labyrinth. He's like one of the big three. Like he's one of the li- like is, the biggest cosmic entities, and we saw a he's proof of he him. is that bigger he than infinity in and eternity. Right, like he stands above them. He helped the Amalgam Universe exist. That's where I was first introduced to him. Yeah. This was DC Marvel uh, blend. He, He's the coolest. He yeah. like he watches over the entirety of the multiverse. Like, great shape, too. They, they say great. it's a staff of the Living Tribunal. That's probably really his toothpick, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, that's nothing. Let's be honest. That little whip was like a hair that yeah. fell off his beard once. Yeah, <laughs> once. Once, beard. ages and ago. Petrified. Yeah, uh, uh, Yeah, I thought, that, I thought that was... And, and here's the deal, like... The fact that they... So, I mean, he's up there with the Celestials. Like, right. the, when mm. Guardians was like, by the way, Celestials, and all of us nerds were just like, we just saw that on screen? This is more. This is an even deeper cut than the Celestials, in my mind. It's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, the Living Tribunal. It's like, if if like if they bring in, like, Epoch, or... I mean, they've got Ego. Like, they're... They're going there. I can't. I don't know. Yeah, like, even the second... Because I went and saw it twice this weekend. Uh, oh my god four, You're four the best. times yeah. one, once IMAX 3D once 3D twice 2D D- different wow. groups of that's friends that's impressive yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would have seen it that many times but wedding yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. wedding King Mary wedding yeah. yeah but I will more than likely see it two or three more times after I get back from Japan if I don't also watch it in Japan I mean that makes sense 
though, if I try to watch it in Japan, Brittany's reaction, and I won't blame her, will be, sweetheart, we're in Japan. <laughs> can we please not we go to a theater? We have two hours of Japan instead of two hours in a movie theater that we can have in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, but Dr. Strange, she'll be like, no, yeah. sweetheart. And have, I'll be like, you're right. I do have a question yeah. of an artifact that I don't know if it's a mm-hmm. real thing or not. I couldn't find mm-hmm. one. Okay, so when um, Cassilius is fighting Dr. Strange mm-hmm. um, in the New York Sanctum, mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, I can't talk. Uh, okay, he picks up like a cup, like a oh, trophy the, cup. Oh, the weird like urn or something yeah. like that? And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I don't think that's don't, a thing. You don't know how to use that. I don't think that's a oh, thing. Because I was, yeah, hoping, I was, I was hoping that that was I, a I mean, it a might be. Thing. It might be. I mean, I've read, I probably haven't read yeah. every single Doctor Strange comic or appearance, but I've read a lot of them. It's possible that it was yeah. in one of those, and I just forgot. I think just... it was like a cup of Dionysius, so it's just oh like... Oh my god, that would be awesome. <laughs> like, wine's free-flowing, everybody starts dancing. I mean, because it did sound like there was music coming right. out of it. I was like, what is it, like a bard tool? Like, uh... I thought it was the Goblet of Fire, so... Oh you know, I guess, wrong, uh... wrong franchise. Oh, wrong oh, franchise. That makes... Well, magic... No, I get it. No, yeah. I get where you get confused, okay. but it's wrong franchise. Doctor Strange is wrong franchise. Okay. Yeah. We can't have like a musical featurette of Doctor Strange who picks up the. Oh, we <laughs> could. I would love to see that. I would love to see it. Like, I'm just waiting for the Triwizard Tournament. The guy's got three heads. They're going to pull a name out. They're going to go visit, you know. The Living Tribunal? That's sure. It just makes sure. sense. That's just so let's, yeah. uh, let's jump back on Living Tribunal v- okay. very quickly, though. The fact that they've now brought this in to like the cinematic universe, and he's now canon, even just with the name drop, like. That to me is like, all right. Well, Thanos is coming, mm-hmm. mm. and I think there was a point at what, like, there was a point where like the Living Tribunal, I think, actually gave Thanos permission to pursue the gems. I, I think yeah. I want to say, but I know that there was a point where well, like he like he stands over the entire multiverse. Like he was the mm-hmm. one who like he was the one who said, uh, Adam Warlock, you're not allowed to have all of the gems. You have to create an Infinity Watch. Like he was the one. Like he oh, like he lords over that. The fact that they've brought him in, the fact that he has a bit of a history with the Infinity Stones and the Infinity Gauntlet itself, leads me to believe that we might see Doctor Strange approach the Living Tribunal. Oh, I think so. And infin- an Infinity War. Yeah, I think because we know is. his he and Wong are both confirmed for the film. I think yes. it's much bigger now. I think Infinity War is bigger than we all thought because of this yeah. one little name drop. Yeah. The Staff of the Living Tribunal. Oh, my God! I literally, yeah. I, I thought I misheard it, and then the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, no, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Like... Yeah, thank thank God it's two movies, right, y'all? Oh my God! Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, so, um, and I just want to point out the Living Tribunal was first introduced in a Doctor Strange comic, like one of the original Strange Tales runs, uh, where the Living Tribunal was like, "I'm going to just decimate the Earth because it has such great potential for evil." And Doctor Strange is like, "It's also it's a good place too. Maybe spare Doctor Strange can skip it about cosmic Yeah, it about the Come on, man." Uh, so yeah, Living Tribunal. Uh, uh, still with Easter eggs, uh, Wanda Votum. We had the vaulting boots of Valtor. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. not relics in the Doctor Strange comics, but Valtor is one of the eight main deities, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, uh, summon or or uh, uh, ask for power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's typically like the by the vapors of Valtor. That's usually what they would say. But Valtor was the one of Staff of One. Um, yeah, it was great. Second. We had a right. hot second with the staff of one. We didn't get to see anything. Um, it did Doctor Strange right. too. Uh, I think we'll see more of those things. I think so. Yeah. I think so as well. Um, Book of Cagliostro. We've already talked about that one a little bit. It was cool to have that one in there because Cagliostro, mm-hmm. like that was um, uh, Time Doom, and I believe the, uh, the later in the Marvel premiere where Doctor Strange was featured. I want to say thirteen or fourteen, but it may have been fourteen or fifteen. I don't remember. But uh, Baron Mordo was after the Book of Cagliostro. Turns out it was actually written by a sorcerer from way in the future, like the 30th century, named Cisa Neg, which is Genesis spelled backwards. It's a great, <laughs> great comic. 
if you can find it to read it, I'd highly recommend it. It's really hard to find right now. Maybe it's in an omnibus that I'm not familiar with, but uh, definitely try to find it if you're a big if you're like wanting to dig deep into Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That is that is a pretty deep one to get into is the Marvel premiere stuff. Um, and then Daniel Drum. Right? That was... Oh, I love that. <laughs> that, that was, was amazing. Like, okay. So for those, for those of you who uh, saw the film, Daniel Drum was the giant African-American fellow who was standing guard in the New York Sanctuary. Yeah, he was the master of the New York Sanctuary yeah. Centurion. And, and he had like that giant like magical billy club, whatever that thing was, <laughs> which was just, like beating the relentless nonsense out of, out of the zealots. But uh, yeah. he, he died in the film. And well, that, did he? Did but, he so die? Here's, but here's where I'm going with it. Okay. Jericho Drum is his brother. Mm. Jericho Drum goes on to become Brother Voodoo, who also becomes Dr. Voodoo at a certain point when he becomes the, the Sorcerer Supreme after Dr. Strange has to relinquish the title for using Dark Magic and uh, Planet or uh, World War Hulk. The goop. The giant nerd <laughs> uh, stuff there. Uh, but uh, Jericho Drum is like haunted by the the ghost of his brother but not like a haunting like an evil haunting he's like alongside each other he's alongside him yeah 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 like the wonder twins with weirdness yeah yeah but (laughs) a ghost wonder here's 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 the thing that i like about daniel drum he's kind of not a good guy like yes he haunts his brother Mm -hmm. and yes they're like in league with each other more more or less but he's kind of not a good guy. And at a certain point, like in the New Avengers run, I want to say Volume 3, the one that, that Bendis was writing, mm-hmm. maybe in Volume 4, I think it was right. Volume 3, New Avengers, uh, Daniel Drum discovers that he can possess everybody. He starts Ooh. doing it. And, and use them for their power. So he's like, I can jump into Thing and make Ben Grimm the Thing do whatever I want. I can jump into Captain America. I can jump into Iron Man and take over his entire suit. Now I'm Iron Man. And basically, it's Doctor Strange versus the entire Avengers by the end of that book because he's jumping Fantastic. in. As soon as he jumps into one guy, Doctor Strange will take him out, and he's already jumped onto another guy or oh, another girl. So he's like, like, now like he's a Black a... Widow kicking Doctor Strange in the face. There goes Black Widow, but Daniel Drum's already flown into Iron Man, and like, it's epic. So like, it I wonder like... if they're going to do something like that in the in the sequel. It sounds like that Denzel Washington movie. Uh, oh, God, what was that movie taken? called? Taken? No, not Taken. But it was... It, I know, was I know where, what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, it was like a, a evil spirit um, was following him around. And it, it was like a mass murder or something yeah, like that, Yeah, a mass right? murder yeah. that he put into jail and he yeah. was uh, executed. And then he... His spirit he, breaks for yeah. Yeah, and he would transfer through touch to uh, anybody. Yeah. yeah. And it was it's, still it a serial a killer, movie. yeah. Yeah. But that's oh, what that reminds me was that was John it? Q? No, Training Day. No, Tra- that's it. <laughs> I'm King Kong. No, it was Glory. Uh, okay. It was Glory. Definitely on. Glory. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the one where we have to remember those Titans. I think we. Yeah. Have to, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Coach. Titan remembering. He was a coach slash yeah. cop. serial killer. <laughs> very big part. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very strange, strange movie. No, strange it wasn't movie. Virtuosity. Fallen. Yes. Fallen. Spider. Yeah. Spider Geronimo. The Spiderwick Chronicles. Yeah. Spiderwick Chronicles. That's what it was. It was Uh, so, but Daniel Drum, I thought was a really exciting one. And the fact that he died, I think, and Scott Derrickson has said that he loves brother voodoo and is hoping to find a way to incorporate him into the sequel. So Daniel Drum is dead. He died in the sanctum. Jericho Drum is like, Oh my God, I've got to go avenge my brother, figure out what happened to him. He comes into the sequel. I I don't know. I would love to see that team up to be, uh, uh, honest. How, let's talk about the cloak of levitation. I think Uh. we should. How, like, so by the way, uh, uh, my fiance, soon to be wife, my, I call her the almost wife. I'm like, you are Brittany, the almost wife. 
Uh, she she liked to call it uh, KB, and she wa- now wants to cosplay as KB. Dude. And just, like, run That's around. couple's like costume. That. Like, you run around. the doctor, hers. And hers, KB, yeah. and she just, like, latches onto me and, like, webs people away. Yeah. You, you should um, carry a bottle of Visine, and then every now and then do that just so she can be like, <laughs> uh, apparently that was Cumberbatch's idea. Oh, I thought that like was Like, in so an interview, cute. like, he was like, I want to I want to pop the collar and then wipe away the tear. And, and Derrickson was like, yes, you should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Spider Romano called it the cloak of levity. That's great. Yeah, no, oh, it was, that's cute. It that's was funny. good, and it was like, and a lot of people are comparing it to Aladdin's carpet, which uh, uh, magic carpet, which you know is apt, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, to be fair, it also does Cloaky. do that stuff in yeah. the comics, it, not to the degree that they had it, and certainly not to the comical degree that they had it in the film. Mm-hmm. But it does have a bit of a mind of its own, and it does help protect Doctor Strange and stuff like that, though it is typically mm-hmm. like Doctor Strange is like, cloak of levitation! He kind of commands it a little bit more, but right. uh, it's prehensile in the comics. It, it just had a bit more of a mind of its own in the movie, which I th- I thought was great. I it worked. Yeah, I yeah. like how they did it in the movie because I would not have believed that he would have defeated Casilius. No, there's no, no way. Not there's in no, not in hand-to-hand combat. There's no way. He no, been, he so w- it's like this cape, the cloak makes yeah. sense. It, yeah. I, I really like that they didn't make him all powerful. That's one of my favorite parts of the film is that even at the end of the film, he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. I liked yeah. how like he didn't instantly know everything. He was smart and they showed him evolve. Like apparently it took place over the course of a year and he got better. Yeah. But at no point did I feel like he had learned too much in a short amount of time. Like he yeah. it felt like a progression. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. didn't have the Mary Sue problem where it was just like he's good at everything. <laughs> or yeah. Gary Sue, I guess. Gary yeah. Sue, yeah. Uh to piggyback off that, um, can I say that the little D&D person in my heart like loved this film because uh, the mages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. were so fragile like mm-hmm. they were like real human fragile like for instance mm-hmm. with the ancient one when mm-hmm. she's fighting Caecilius and um, his zealots and it's like yes when you're when you're fighting um, you know a rival mage and you can't get through their magical mm-hmm. defense you have to trick them yeah. and if you're a bad guy then yeah you stab through your own person yeah. to get to them yeah you don't care yeah, and screw that like, other guy and I, I just love that. Like, yes, he's he's uh, you know he's Doctor Strange, or he's becoming the Doctor Strange. Yeah. But he still needed Christine to to fix to you fix know, his when heart he got, and everything. Yeah, yeah when, when he got, got stabbed. stabbed. I was like, I loved that oh, so much. I loved it. I, I will say that uh, one of the one of the things that disappointed me, mm-hmm. I, like, was that there weren't like arcane bolts of magic. I really wanted to see um. like, you know, like bolts of bedevilment and like uh, <laughs> bolts of Balthak. Which, uh, by the way, the worst name. Balthack. Like, it sounds like... Yeah, it, sounds, it yeah. sounds like... Sounds like someone's got a really bad list. That's Mike Tyson saying Balthack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, by the bolts of Balthack. Like, that's probably why it they kinda, didn't use it. But, it like, I did like want to see a, a Nintendo bolts. toy. Yeah, a bit. Ball yeah. that. Ball, ball that. Ball, ball that. that. Uh, ball this. But, ball like, that. The, the, otherwise, like, the, the magic, I thought, looked incredible. Like, I was all on board for it. Uh, let's talk... Uh, oh, and by the way, I want to say, uh, I was asked what moment... I loved the most in the film, like after I initially saw it, mm-hmm. the moment that made me lose my mind the most, and I'd seen it in trailers, I already knew it was coming, but seeing it on big screen and 3D and everything else, was he gets knocked down in the sanctum, the cloak levitation flies down and gets him, and then he floats uh-huh. up and he's got his, he's like, yeah. like <laughs> that moment, like I was like, that's Doctor Strange. Like I just like, <laughs> I was like, there he is, that's him. Like, because that's how I always see him. Like, he's like, just kind of hovering ever so slightly above the ground with a spell, like, sort of, like, already... Ready. Mm-hmm. Ready. Yeah. You know, nice. like, I was just saying, he was just, like, had that focus on his face, like, all right, brother, come on, like, we, you, now we're doing it, you know? And I was like, oh, that's the best. Um, all right, so Ive Agamotto's the time stone. What'd you guys think? 
Did not like. Really? Didn't like it as the time stone. Did not like it as the time stone. Okay. I felt like it took away from Doctor Strange. I felt like it really? made it. And, okay, so there's there's stones all over the universe. Yeah. There's so Why many are they now. all on Earth? I agree. Oh. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay. Why, how do they, how they all ended up Why on Earth? They all in New York? Like, I mean, maybe the, I know that wasn't in the Sanctum, but it it was based near New York by yeah. way of Doctor Strange. So I was like, okay, so they don't have to go very far for all these. It just felt it felt too convenient for how big the universe could be, and yeah. I also felt like it took away from Doctor Strange as a character because it's like the Vision thing, where mm-hmm. like it's a part of the core of the character, and now it's part of this Infinity thing. Yeah. So like, I it felt. Not disrespectful, that's too strong of a word, but I wanted Doctor Strange to be more independent of tying it to this universe. I agree, I agree. I enjoyed it, uh, just for the simple fact that there is no way that Doctor Strange could have ever defeated Dormammu. Yeah. he, he just could not without artifact help. Yeah. And I would think it's Dormammu, so he would need an Infinity Stone yeah. artifact type of yeah. help. So I thought that it fit in. And I what uh, and I totally understand what you're saying with it. The very fact that at the end, he put it back mm-hmm. because he is not ready mm-hmm. for it. He needs to train more. I liked how they handled that. But I thought yeah. it could have been that without being the stone. It could have just been a relic that was too powerful for him that he happened to know how to open and then the relic took over. Like in the comics when he's like, let me see, I. Like it, the eye is, is aware enough to do some of its own stuff. Sure. So I thought it could have been a relic that was more powerful than him, then he could have still put it back. Like if you just take away the fact that it's a stone, it could still do the same things, but making it a stone takes away from Dr. Strange. Well, I Mr. also... I, Mr. Doctor. Yes, Mr. That was Doctor. Great, that was, was some That jokes. was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That I love that joke. Who's on first? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, but I I also liked it because it very much ties Doctor Strange into the whole Infinity War mm-hmm. Thanos mm-hmm. thing, where it's like, uh, and then you know how, um, uh, what should I call it? Uh, I can't talk today. How Hydra? I have to look uh-huh. at my necklace. Uh, how Hydra had Doctor Strange sure. on their watch list. Um, I mean, he'd be on the watch list anyway, but it's like it. It just escalates uh, everything if he had an Infinity Stone yeah. um, nearby in possession, even if he's not using it right then. So I enjoyed it. It just felt like the I stone of convenience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, it was yeah. just like, look at here. I think that's the Indigo So Stone. Stone of convenience. I agree with both of your points. I, I did not like the fact that the stone... like. I feel like the Eye of Agamotto is supposed to be a magical item, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I do not equate the Infinity Stones with magic or sorcery. Like Those are like cosmic like points of like fixed power. point in time like fixed points in time yeah <laughs> like it's like they're collapsed singularities like that's not mm. that does not equate to magic to me however i do agree like he needs the power of something like an infinity stone to defeat a character like dormammu like or mm. or like he need, he needs power equivalent to maybe not necessarily a time stone or infinity stone but something mm. equivalent to so i do think it was smart to use the infinity stone to tie that into the cinematic universe what I'm hoping that they do is eventually reveal that, yes, the Eye of Agamotto houses mm-hmm. the Time Stone, but it also is a magical artifact in and of itself. It just so happens right. that the like Time that. Stone is so powerful. I think that's necessary. Yeah. I do. Because yeah. like, you I, can't lose the eye. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But um, obviously, well, not obviously, but yeah. in my in my movie head, uh-huh. um, you know, Thanos is going to be able to get the gauntlet. So, you know, that Time Stone's going to yeah. be part of it. But, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like, it makes sense to... that, like, that Thanos is going to get the gauntlet at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and do some resetting or something. I don't know. But then it's like, so wait, Doctor Strange doesn't have the Eye of Agamotto? Like, that's the main thing. Like, that and the Cloak of Levitation, those define 
in part, like very greatly, uh, who Doctor Strange is and what mm-hmm. he can do and, and how he does it. So, and, and like Agamotto is the first Sorcerer Supreme. He was a very powerful sorcerer on his own right. Mm-hmm. So, for him to be like, I am all powerful. Here is this uh, stone yeah. that yeah. is kind of magical. Like, well, just think yeah, like, like the. I mean, I don't want to call it the housing. Uh, but, yeah, but you know, but, but I know but it's you, like what that, you mean. Yeah, yeah, but that has to be of amazing power just yeah. to like. And let's say it's not it's not capturing it. Yeah, it probably beckoned and then was able to be set inside yeah. of the eye of uh, Agamotto. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I what my my hope is that they can divorce the uh, uh, time stone from the eye of Agamotto, and, and the, the eye of Agamotto is still very powerful. You know, like it's it. I mean, the eye of Agamotto is like the ultimate relic for white magic it's like it can shield it can mm-hmm. see through illusions it can read people's minds and like reveal those truths to dr strange like it's ultimate white magic like it can inspire the people around him right. like give them ultimate hit points like lose it's, that you yeah. know and they didn't do anything with that in the movie which is fine right but i really don't want to uh uh, uh give up the eye of Agamotto for the time stone and That's never have No, no, I don't think know. they're going to do that. Just think of it like know, a I, really I, sweet condo. <laughs> <laughs> time stone's just taking up residence. Yeah, it's just rooming. That's all it it's is. rooming with the, that, the other that's magic, it. sure. That's it. Okay. Uh, so, but while we're on the subject of time stones, uh, my friend Kyle uh, Garibaldi uh, found this piece on Reddit that I think we may know where the soul stone is. Oh. Oh, doesn't Himdall? Oh, sorry. That's, yeah. I think it might be Heimdall. Heimdall? Yeah. H-E-I-M-D-A-L-L. That's how he sees every single soul in the universe and knows where everyone is because he's got the soul stone. So let me, there's a picture of Heimdall that you can look up uh, where he's got like the chest plate and Yggdrasil is growing on it. And right above that is a little bitty stone that has never glowed, has never done anything. It just looks like it's part of the armor, but it's like, but it is apart from... If it that gets us more Idris Elba, I'm about it. Well, and, and here's the other thing: oh, we know Idris Elba is supposed to die mm-hmm. by way of like Thor's vision in Age mm-hmm. of Ultron. We also know that when we see him, he is blind, right? Um, and he's like, "You've brought this pain upon us, brother," or whatever it is that he says. Uh, yeah, you can kind of see it there, mm-hmm. um, and it's just—it's always been like just right in front of us, and we've never noticed it. Just because it's part of his chest. I love piece things like but, that because that's like Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. But here's Got the other thing: is—is yeah. is, and I—I <laughs> I really do not know if Marvel's doing this on purpose, but it seems at this point that they are. Mm-hmm. Tesseract, Heimdall, Ether, uh, uh, Necklace, Ivagamoto, uh, Orb, and Scepter, Thanos. It's that name. That name, like, acronym that Thanos is spelling out the location of all of the gems. That's cool. And the Soul Stone is the last one to be revealed. Heimdall. And then Thanos is going to... And Thanos has to kill Heimdall to get the Soul Stone. To get get it. Oh, no. And that would explain why he's dead in Age of Ultron Vision. And if he loses the stone, why he's blind to seeing it. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah, oh, like my friend so Kyle long. was like, he texted that to me. He's like, oh my God, it all makes sense. I've just seen the future. <laughs> the acronym is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. like I've known about the acronym for a while, but I was like, there's no way that's going right. to be the case. Then I was like, wait, necklace. Oh my God. And then a day later, I was like, Heimdall. Oh, criminy. Yeah, yeah, it's like the entire cool. MCU is a, an escape room, and we just have yeah. to, <laughs> to put the clues The MCU together. escape room. I love it. Uh, so yeah, anyway, I, I thought that was worth mentioning. No, yeah, no that's fantastic. That or H stands for Happy Hogan. 
Oh my god. And that's just the secret. Stop. John Favreau is like, oh, you guys are looking at this? Oh, you guys are looking for the soul uh, stone? I know John Favreau started the Marvel Universe. He yep. should finish it. Yep, um, yep, exactly. You know, I uh, picked up this thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, this helps me see everybody's soul. It's real weird. When I was in the uh, you want to do something with this, Dark Man? Yeah. Iron Man 3, so here you uh, go. Tony Stark, you want to do something with this? <laughs> uh, all right, so. Uh, the whole f- film takes place over the, about a course of a year, which I thought was was cool. I mm-hmm. I would have preferred like two years, maybe. Like I think I here's what yeah. this is. Ju- this is just me. I thought it would have been cool if we could have had a bit of a more time skipping narrative because we were dealing with time. So screw it. Let's not right. do like a straightforward, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, A to B like the cinematic right. masterpiece narrative. Deadpool. Have a little yep. bit more, <laughs> yep. or or like cinematic not not quite as like segmented <laughs> like as like Pulp Fiction, but like involving flashbacks here and there. Yeah, maybe I think a little bit Jackie Brownish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought it would have been cool if you know we we meet Tony Stark and, or not. Oh my God, uh, <laughs> uh, Stephen Strange, and he's already in like Kamartage. He's already mm-hmm. learning. Mm-hmm. Then we flash back to maybe 2012 or something like that, and that's when he loses uh, his. Yeah, like that's when he's in the accident or something like that. Yeah, you know, recoup like, times and times yeah, between surgeries. Because I thought it would have been cool to be like, oh, he's been studying for six years instead of just one. But that's just me. That's just mm-hmm. my preference. Because like one year seems a little fast. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, by the end of my freshman that, year, yeah. I really didn't know a whole lot. But you know, but, very, but he he's incredibly smart. And he got a PhD. Sure. I understand all those character points. That's true. And uh, he's, oh, I didn't like him. <laughs> you what? I didn't like him. You didn't like Doctor Strange? No. Oh, you, um, at I, the beginning? At the beginning. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no the, oh. I was like, no, wait, you didn't like him at all, ever? No, no, That's at awful. the beginning. I thought, I thought he was um, the, uh, the, you know, the D-bagness of Tony yeah. Stark without the charm. <laughs> yeah, no, I see that. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. I mean, he got better. Yeah, he got know? way better. And, like, by the end of it, I loved that he was apologizing to Dr. Palmer. Like, hey, I was... Yeah. I loved their fight. I, I loved... Rich McAdams was so good in that. Oh, she that was, was so really good. good. That fight like, was incredible. I love the agency that they gave her. Seems yeah. like, that was really The cool. scene with Straight Out of the Oath with mm-hmm. them in the operating table with the astral plane. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's like... actually the very next thing I wanted to talk about was, like, <laughs> the astral plane fight in the hospital where it was, like, that was straight out of the oath. Again, read the oath if you haven't. <laughs> uh, but, like, that's the second page of the oath is him, like... Popping out of the astral plane to tell, uh, I think I think it's actually uh, Doctor Linda Evans. I want to say is the other. This is the actual nurse in Night and, and the Oath. Um, or Linda Carter can never. I think remember. it's Linda Carter. It might be they Linda Carter. Yeah. Use that because Linda Carter. Yeah. Um, so they made. There are three night nurses. In case you were wondering. Uh, so they use Doctor Christine Palmer, the the third one. Um, and uh, but yeah, that's straight out of the comic book. That's straight out of the comic book. The actual fight. It's not out of the comic book. That's that's a, a whole. That was Scott Derrickson. Like that's one of the things he pitched to Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his pitch, he's like, by the way, I want to have a, an astral plane fight that ends up having kind of like poltergeist ramifications in the real world. <laughs> and Feige was like, well, yeah, we got to do that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like the scene where like, he was who like, doesn't like the frighteners fighting <laughs> over Doctor Strange's unconscious body. I was like, that is the best. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. That was rad. Uh, by the way, the other yeah. scene that I really loved was um, Doctor Strange studying in the astral plane. Like he was asleep yeah. and his astral form was studying. I was like, that is the most Doctor Strange thing you've done in this movie up to now. Like that is so perfect. Yeah, one, one of the oh, one of the friends that I went with, uh, she had no idea about Doctor Strange oh, at perfect. all. She cheered during that part. She's like, "Yes, yes! that's so awesome! I love hearing <laughs> like, that." Okay, uh, the, the third act reveal of the uh, zone that Dormammu infested that felt like a blacklight poster mm-hmm. was the, <laughs> the dark dimension. Yeah. visual. Man. I never thought I'd seen anything that looked like a blacklight poster come to life, and it looked exactly like Ditko. That yeah. whole third mm-hmm. act, 
like chase uh the first act chase and the third act of the different dimensions were the most mind-blowing visuals like i i yeah I I saw it on Friday and then had a fun weekend and then saw it again on Sunday and it was it was the most drug and I didn't think they could capture drug visuals, <laughs> visuals yeah. on in video like on a screen and they did like yeah I oh didn't know God. it was possible to watch yeah. a movie and be like am I tripping right now or right. is this just the visuals like, it, it was it felt yeah. like things it was real good. I love yeah. I love like the story that it told too while everything was going in reverse order and then like all of a sudden uh-huh. you know you see uh-huh. Wong. You know, and oh, he's like, like that was such a great him. reveal. I was like, oh. I was like Wong. Wong was dead, and now he's not. It's like this, Wong this laugh. Oh, oh. oh. The very end, that oh. like moment oh, of that was, like, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, same. That yeah. was one of my favorite jokes and yeah. moments in the whole thing. Because now <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're gonna be bros. Yeah, he should have he should have read the whole book as the warning so, comes so, after. Yeah, <laughs> that I, was such a magic moment. Uh, so Can good. I say real quick how much you may, I you may. love um, Mordo and the way that he was portrayed in here by yeah. um, uh, uh, Let me say this right, Chuito Ujifer. Uh It was because you totally get it. Mm-hmm. You understand why mm-hmm. he becomes. A bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and then you also understand things like how with this, the ancient one, how she believes in flexibility, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. flexibility and power. Then you could see like, um, oh, Cassilius. Oh, because um, with the, the New York Sanctum Centorium, who was it before, uh, what's his name, Daniel Drum? Because it felt like to me that Cassilius might have been the yeah. master of New York because Maybe, when he yeah. showed up, he's like, oh, you're so you're here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they made you the master. Yeah. That, yeah. That's actually, I didn't even pick that up. Yeah, that's. Four times. Four times. Four times. I had this great moment I saw it with my dad, and Benjamin Bratt said, uh, like Benjamin Bratt talking about like magic. I was like, Dad, there's a movie on right now that has Benjamin Bratt talking about Kamartage. <laughs> Do you realize that? He's Do like, you realize yeah, that? No. no. <laughs> it was like the craziest thing to say Benjamin Bratt like Kamartage. I was like, what did he what? just say? What did he just were say? There? Like it was just, it was so yeah, mind-blowing. You're looking really, for like, Kamartage. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, so nerdy. I loved it. Yeah, uh, but you totally get Mordo with like his um, inflexibility, but mm-hmm. his strength, mm-hmm. and it's like his uh, upholding of natural law. It's like, no, I totally get it, dude. Yeah, ah, yeah, it kind of sucks, and now you're gonna do this. And yeah, I, he's gonna be I a great villain. Like, he's, he's gonna be such a good villain. villain. Well, uh, Derrickson referred to him as a non-fundamentalist fundamentalist. That's great. He's like, he's like, you know, when paladins go bad, they mm-hmm. go very, very bad, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. He's a paladin. Yeah, that's uh, a good. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I love everything you guys are saying. Uh, real quick, did uh, Kaecilius and the Zealots turn into mindless ones? I think so. <laughs> oh, here, so, wow. No, but here, here I, like, I, okay. so I, I didn't see, think of that the first time I watched it. So mm-hmm. the second time I went to see it, I had heard the theory, like, oh, my God, did they turn into mindless ones? So I was watching specifically so for that. For the, the when they get pulled away, they're gray and not quite bulky, they're a little more zombie-like, yeah. but they do have they one do have giant red eye, it looks like. And it's like, mm. <gasps> so... oh my god, do all the denizens, like, so the Dark Dimension just absorbs world after world and dimension after dimension. And they make do they ones. all become mindless ones of Dormammu? Is that what happens to the denizens of the Dark the dark Dimension? Like, it's like, you live forever, but you're a mindless one. Yeah, but you're mindless in your mind. That's, yeah. why, that's why you don't... Um, you don't get wishes from a genie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the time fight uh, at the very end. How awesome was that? So Scott Derrickson went on record saying uh, he had heard the criticisms of Marvel films and how they always end with the city exploding and everyone's dead and there's a portal that had to be right. closed or something like that. So Derrickson 
was like, well, you know what? I'm going to do it completely the opposite, where the city's been destroyed, but we put it back together, and then we fly through the portal instead of closing it. <laughs> That's really funny. Like the inverse. Yeah, I like Yeah, that. it was like the exact same thing what they did in Iron Man, where it was like, or uh, Ant-Man, where it was like, instead of having, like, they had large-scale, gigantic uh, destruction, but on a little, little tiny, tiny model. Like, it was like they're playing with these conventions now, what I lo- which I love to see. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought, I thought that was some of the most brilliant fight scene... Like, tr- like I've never seen a fight take place forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a world around them going in reverse, and yeah. then yeah. like Baron Mordo figures out like, oh my god, I can, I can push them into things as they're reconstituting themselves. So he like pushes and the visuals of Caecilius like, yeah, yeah. I I love that it was space in the first act and time in the third. Like I love the space time like flavor of the fights. It was so so freaking cool. Like. I have to mention how great Tilda Swinton was. Oh my god! The scene I was that loving. Was so this. good. The chase scene was already great in the beginning, yeah. but as soon as they were all fighting, and then Tilda Swinton lands to fight Cassilius, like her, like standing with her arm behind her back, and then like he goes to attack her, and she just throws his attack back at him. Yeah. Like, or the moment where they like lasso her feet, and she just like steps back, like like pulls so them back many, with oh, her feet. Tilda Swinton yeah. was for me the MVP. Like I loved. She really she was. was. So Every good. scene she was in, I was like. Oh, like she was incredible. She just had such a powerful presence about her. Like, and, and just the, her being there was the like, subtlety, oh, yeah. The subtlety of her acting. I mean, uh, two two instances. Um, one, obviously, the balcony scene. Sure. Where she's like, uh, oh, do you, you, you want... the astral plane. Yeah, oh. it's like, oh, uh, do you want me to tell your future? He's like, no. And then she just kind of glances at him. Uh, I'm like, like, oh. He's, he's like, like, yes. And he's like, <laughs> the fee's like, you're right. Yeah. You can still see through me. I do. I yeah, do. But it's like, little things like that are... And, and also... The the scene when they're in the New York Sanctum Centorium and um, he, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. is coming at her with mm-hmm. like, you draw power from the dark dimension. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I know Dormammu. Da, da, da. And then she goes, uh, be very careful about the next thing that you yeah. say. And and just that, those words, it's like, oh, is she threatening oh, oh, him? And oh, then it's yeah. like, no, no, she's advising. It's like, and to be able to say words like that, that mm-hmm. are so threatening, but it turns out to be advice it's like, oh my, Tilda! Every, every scene Girl. in the dojo, I was like, oh, I'd love to learn like anything that she has to teach. Like yeah. every every because she was charming, she was funny, she was authoritative. Like mm-hmm. it was incredible. Yeah, she I was, was MVP was a good way to put it. She absolutely was. Every yeah, scene. yeah, Doom. I was really impressed by how she managed to feel small and powerful. Oh my at god! At the same time, yeah. because like, yeah. she has a very small frame, but she and the calmness was that of a Buddhist monk. Yeah, she never absolutely. she never drops that feeling until the end when she has to let it all because she's dropping life. Yeah, so she lets that one wall down as she falls away. And I love that you don't see her disappear. You see her grab his hand, and mm-hmm. then she's just not there. And then you hear the flatlining, and you're just like, "Yeah, it's so like sad and like wonderful and marvelous." And like, here's the, the great thing with the ancient one: she's Obi Wan Kenobi. Her yeah. ghost is still oh, there. She she becomes like one with the universe, and she's still there to ca- like like uh, uh, help out and confer with Doctor Strange. So I, I gotta give Marvel credit. This felt like their most independent, like uh, not independent film, but like independent of universe film in a long time. Yeah, I really liked that it was its own thing. I didn't feel like it had to be connected. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't sit there looking for Easter eggs. I didn't sit there looking for connectivity. I was just enjoying a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie had probably the most exposition of any of them. Oh, it, it had to, so much. It had to explain, and there was just brilliant actors giving dialogue to let you know what universe you were yeah. in. And, and I don't think any lesser actors could have made this movie work, because there were so many times I was like, oh, we've been listening for 20 minutes about something, and I'm like so invested. Like, yeah. the second time 
time I watched it, I was like, I realized how much was just talking. Yeah. And that was brilliant. And yeah. I, I didn't notice the first time. It was just so, like, this is where you are. And it was great. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. There's uh, only like two or maybe three like direct references to outside like MCU properties. And one of them got debunked. Oh, which like, was the, what, what everybody thought, and I thought too, was Rhodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah. Captain Marvel was in there. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, yeah. The Captain Marvel one is weird. Let's talk about that in a second. But first, mm-hmm. let's talk Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. What is that? Like, how does that? So, yeah. Oh, oh, like yeah. that is so. I'm, yeah. I'm, in, I'm not confused in a bad way. I'm just like, so wait. Well, remember so, the picture that we saw where you where had Thor got, outside got, of one seven seven A Bleecker Street. Yeah. You know, so either how involved is he? Yeah, either that happens. Okay, thinking about it, either that happens at the beginning of Thor, of Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok, yeah, where they're then you know look, looking for Odin, or it happens near the end where all of the things that are you know going to be Ragnarok because it yeah. looked like Odin was part of it, you know already, yeah. But Doctor Strange isn't in there, so if it's at the end, then I guess that could I, make sense leading into I, Infinity War. I feel like so. I feel like all of Ragnarok is the search for Odin. Right? Yeah, that sounds like a totally different thing now. Because like the cosmic journey, maybe he's looking for Odin. He's not. In New that's York. that's kind of what yeah. I've always but thought. Then, is it? How do you explain that alleyway picture? I I don't know. I really don't mm. know. And and here's the other confusing thing. Uh, he, so he knows that Odin's no longer there. So yeah. does he know that? Oh, does does he know that Loki did it, or did he go back to Asgard discover Loki still like? As far as I remember, at the end of Thor: Dark World, uh, Loki. Thor thought Loki was dead, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and Odin was alive and sent him on his way to Earth with his blessing. And between then, we learned that he knows the opposite. And apparently, between that film, all the other films we've seen, mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange, Thor has somehow learned, oh, Odin's no longer there, and my brother's still alive. Right. Yeah. Now, whether he knows Loki did that to Odin or not, don't know. He mm-hmm. seems to be teaming up with Loki, so that, to me, says either Loki is his prisoner... Mm-hmm. Or Loki has convinced him that they're on the same team trying to find Odin somewhere in New York. Yeah. Right. I'm just happy for more Loki. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Of that, course. Like, yeah. like, as soon as he said Loki, I just had, like, a full flashback of how much I love Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Yeah. Like, the mention of his name, I was like, yes. And and here's 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 what I think is the good news. Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Hiddleston on screen together. Yes. <laughs> as Thor and Loki, or as Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange and Loki. Because he's yeah. supposed to be in the next season of Sherlock, which is super exciting. Wait, I love Sherlock. Really? Oh my god. Yeah, wow. Tom Hiddleston's supposed to be in Sherlock oh season or whatever they're on. Like, That's... will pee coming out of me right now? Like, yeah, thinking of the two of them together, the <laughs> somehow, like, with, with Martin Freeman. Oh, dude. Like, man. so much. Yeah. I uh, also want to thank Marvel for making Eminem canon. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And the way he said it, like, hard Eminem guy. I was like, the way he said it was like Beyonce. Eminem. Eminem. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was He's like, I'm so, not letting go of this. Not, the rap god is canon with the Norse god, oh, and so I'm funny. stoked with it. And then it, for Wong to be listening to Beyonce, Beyonce later, was, uh, like, and the best like single ladies of all the Beyonce songs. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, well, and like that whole portal scene was so smart. Like him mm-hmm. just like reaching through portals to grab books, and then when the uh, Tilda Swinton is like. Uh, well, you know, uh, you're using a portal in the library. He was like, Wong told on me? Like, he's like, <laughs> so taken aback, but like, playfully so. He's like, we're yeah. buds. Like, he's he told to on likeable. me? Yeah, that's yeah. the moment where you yeah. see yeah. on me? Yeah. Yeah, then it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I can get behind this. So mm-hmm. when do we think that we will see Doctor Strange as the Sorcerer Supreme? So we don't have a sequel mm-hmm. announced yet. Uh, let me let me give you the dates that we've got going. So Guardians and Spider-Man come out next year. 
along with Thor Ragnarok, which we'll see Doctor Strange. He's not going to be the Sorcerer Supreme in no. Thor Ragnarok, no. nor will he be at, by the end of Thor Ragnarok, because he'll at best he's just he'll be more of a cameo helping Thor out. He's probably mm-hmm. not in the whole film. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, we can expect to see him on you know Planet Hulk, wherever that ends up being. That's not going to happen. Um, so, Avengers: Infinity War comes out May of 2018. Mm-hmm. We could possibly see it then. Uh, we've also got Ant Man and the Wasp uh, in 2018, and then we've got Captain Marvel and the sequel in 2019. So, do we think that uh, Doctor Strange sequel happens in four years? I think he gets Sorcerer Supreme Infinity War, and then you he's, think so? I think he's that the Sorcerer sense. Supreme in two. I think he's become yeah. Sorcerer Supreme for the sequel. That way, you have escalation between the two films. Yeah, and I think he needs to be christened the Sorcerer Supreme to take on what he has to in Infinity War. Ooh, see, I, see. I, would, I would see that him being the Sorcerer Supreme at the end of Infinity that's War, but not at the beginning. I'm saying that's the third act, like kind of like the Giant Man thing in Civil War. I gotcha. think it's an inciting incident gotcha. that allows a okay. power-up, so fair. to speak, that's that fair. takes on... I think it would actually come like right at the end of Infinity War, like as a sort of like a morose, like uh, the devastation that has fallen upon Earth and everything else. Sure. Like he's sort of last man standing, so he has to take the title. And it's like he takes it, but in a somber way. Well, and I, but it's not the thing that he he can't take the title. He has to be given the title. So what I think would be cool is if somehow like the Living Tribunal, some of the like more celestial beings, mm-hmm. or the Ancient One appear to him, and they're like, "You, the Sorcerer Supreme of this reality now. Like, yeah, you just are. Like, you have to be." Um, and by the way, I, real quick, touching back on the Thor thing, uh, that whole tea beer thing was <laughs> amazing tea. Was no it's fun. not really my drink this fat that scene oh refilled. my god of so good of course it refilled that scene felt like dr strange on screen I think oh it so almost, did like, it like, so the, like did. all the magical elements great but like this like just him counseling another member of the mcu it yeah felt like the illuminati it felt like the yeah right. it felt like the doctor strange when he's in a team-up comic yeah and that's the exposure <laughs> i have with him is, is usually as a part of a plane so i totally agree doom when he was like with another person i was like this is dr strange yeah, yeah. i loved it i per- loved it and it fit with the tone of thor ragnarok pretty it really it perfect yeah yeah and what's good is it not only did it fit with the tone but it kind of gave us the tone because mm-hmm. we haven't seen anything from it except for the Ex- yeah the, that little three minute 30 second that and- uh they yeah, because Take a Waititi like directed that one little mm-hmm. scene. So uh, mm-hmm. let's move on real quick because we've only got a couple minutes left. Uh, what storyline do we think we're going to see in the sequel? Um, I, I'm, with I'm still Voodoo. hoping to see Eternity Saga played out in some way. Though Derrickson has said that like Nightmare is more than likely going to be the the bad like super duper big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that I need to say to that is that the sorcerers in the sorcerers always draw their power from other dimensions. Even the comics, that's pretty right. much true. You know, like Winds of Watum, you know, uh, uh, Flames of the Faltine, all that stuff. Those are all powers pulled extra-dimensionally or interdimensionally, rather, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Baron Mordo is going to have to have sort of like like a deity or of some sort behind him in the same way that Dormammu was behind Kaecilius. Mm-hmm. So Nightmare could be behind... Uh, uh, Baron Mordo mm, in some yeah. way, awesome. like um, or like the Lords of Shambhala or, or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I really still want to see like Doctor Strange Eternity Saga. Like that's kind of what I'm excited. I about. want more Dormammu and I want Baron Mordo. I think there's plenty yeah. just with the cast yeah. we have, and I, I love that uh, Dormammu was played by Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know if like, that's common. <laughs> oh my god, it's so cool! Like, I love right? that. I love that the mocap of him was because uh, it, it adds so many layers to like yeah. the mythos. And I, I thought yeah. a lot of people didn't like how he looked. I loved how he looked personally. 
and he did half Dormammu's voice. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I had problems with the the eye, and I had problems with some of the comedy. But overall, I thought this was one of the stronger Marvel films. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I I enjoyed the look of Dormammu, but just because it it seemed so video game to me. Yeah. I was just like, yes, this is uh, uh like for instance with like Zelda. Uh, yeah. There's um I forget the name of him right now, but uh, it's, it's part of uh when you go to the Shadow Temple, yeah. and then you just play this big guy that's banging on the drums. And oh he's just, yeah. He's just hands. He's hands yeah. and you have to use um, uh, the lens of truth to be able to actually see him. So I like this look of Dormammu. I, I like the I mean, look a lot. I mean, not everything's flaming skulls. What what <laughs> I do wish that we had seen, though, was just... Because, like, they got the, the lines of Dormammu's face. Because the character mm-hmm. classically has those lines on mm-hmm. his face. But he's also got a flaming head. What I had hoped for and what I didn't get... And it's okay. Like, it's just a, such a nitpick. What I had hoped for was when he gets super enraged. He's like, you must release me! I would hope that he was going to stand up and be this just bigger than the screen could allow. Like, see Doctor Strange as a tiny speck and see his head just enraged. <laughs> That's just true, man. Just for a I second. Want it. I want it later. And then, and then calm back down. Like, oh, release me. You know, that's what I was hoping for. Didn't get it. That's okay. Time. 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 <laughs> I know, we're time. Uh, the Carol Danvers Easter egg. Uh, oh, thank you. Bongo, bongo. Champion bongo, bongo. Ashley. It was bongo, uh, bongo. The, Carol, the Carol Danvers Easter egg. I really wish that we had time to talk about that because that it actually kind of bothers me. I don't want that to be Carol Danvers' origin stories as she was struck by lightning. Right. Oh. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The box office. the Green Lantern thing versus the Flash thing. What? I, I, yeah. The uh, has worldwide bought you three minutes. Yay! Thank you, Doom. Let's talk about uh, the Carol Danvers' uh, history. Very, very quickly. Worldwide domestic. Uh, the worldwide uh, box office for Doctor Strange is $325 million. Dude. Uh, that you is boy. pretty much a 100% Wah. recoup of all costs for the film in, in two a week. weeks. Wow. Two, well, yeah, two weeks in international, yeah. Because yeah. so, the domestic is only 25% of their gross huge right now. Huge, yeah. uh, So very, very quickly, the Carol Danvers Easter egg thing. So that was apparently like he's the the accident. Like his right. car accident was caused mm-hmm. by this him looking at the x-ray. Like she has a schiz- uh, an implant to heal, help her with her schizophrenia. She's hit by lightning and short circuits. Now she's brain dead, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's hit by lightning. I think that she's hit by whatever Cree device there is or whatever. Right. I don't understand the schizophrenia. Like maybe they're setting her up as a bit of a sentry. Also, twenty three like, seems young. Twenty two. Twenty two seems young. Seems very young. Mm. And that also means that she's not in the military, which also dis- like that also no, frustrates I, I me. I want like, her to be. She's got to be in the military. military. Yeah. As in a true captain, yeah. as opposed to like. Well, you she, know, I don't think she was ever... Captain America was a, a was more like, was a... honorary. Yeah. yeah. As an honorary. Well, he was I part think of she the was military. A, I think she was a major. I think she, like, outranks... She actually outranks Captain America. I think right. she's nice. a major. And we want that. That makes sense. But, like, that means yeah. that she's in her, like, at youngest, like, late 20s. Like... At youngest. You know, like, 30s. Like, she's, like she's in her 30s. Like, so I was hoping she, we'd have a Captain Marvel in. in her 30s, and she's in the military, and something happens. Like, I wanted that whole background, and, like, I really completely disagree with Maybe it's Carol Danvers has, like, a similar backstory to Green Lantern. No, she doesn't at all. Right. No, <laughs> so far from that, the truth. We don't know yet if that's definitely her. I don't think he's confirmed it, confirmed it. No one's confirmed it, though Scott Derrickson's quote on it was... Uh, I actually can't comment on that. Maybe you'll just have to wait and see. Okay, okay. so I can live with that. That could easily just mean it's a different character that we're not thinking right. of. Very true, very true. But like that is not her backstory in the comics, and I really hope that they're not doing that for the film. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, but what do I know? Uh, we should sign off with our last fifty-five seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> and not talk about the. Galactic I'm getting married on, on 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 Saturday, and then I'm going to Japan. Yeah. So this is my last uh, show until I think probably December. 
Um, and so thank you everybody and wish me luck on my uh, 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 impending nuptials uh, you can catch a podcast that I did with Joseph Scrimshaw Obsessed go watch that you can also see him on Screen Junkies News I just did that yesterday and go uh, you can check me out on Friend of the Show Tybee Diskin's podcast in Terabang my first non-pulp culture podcast it was a lot of fun to do that is live now it's on my Twitter and uh, I also won another movie fights I'm now 6-1 and one over at Screen Junkies nice, nice. A lot of fun. and today I did Screen Junkies News so I'm all over the internet right now and everything I love you guys tweeting and, and watch stuff let's give it a cool uh, yeah you can see me on Screen Junkie News uh, last week Friday we talked about Tarantino how he's nice. retiring or not retiring not reti- two whatever. more films ago sure. da, da, da. and I'll be on Screen Junkie News again on the 18th but if you like live comedy uh, this week I have two shows uh, cut that promo and Dell Closed uh, Dell Closed Fist both of them are wrestling inspired both will be on my Twitter for you to buy tickets nice alright that's our show thank you for joining us and uh, Doctor Strange is awesome and goodbye bye guys From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.